0: A seat to the bar and join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Hosts Tansen, Jess, and Maggie bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and diehard dedicated fans. Focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. <laughs> Welcome to the McAnally's podcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode ten point twenty-five, A Boot to the Head, where we are covering the novel Death Masks. My name is Tanzen, and I am joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess.
1: Take a look at my P.I. He's (laughs) the only only one one I want. (laughs) Thank you so much to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us keep doing what we're doing. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at patreoncom rambling Chapter twenty-eight.
0: Dresden and the knights confront Father Vincent and force him to reveal himself as the snake-man denarian. While being interrogated, the host Quintus Cassius drops his denarian coin and feigns a plea for forgiveness. As the knights are now unable to continue, Harry takes up the cause with a baseball bat until Cassius reveals Nicodemus' plan to unleash the curse using the shroud. Alright, right, so Harry enters Father Vincent's hotel and greets him with a Louisville slugger. Quite charming. Right. He follows that up with a few kicks to the rib and a boot to the neck. (laughs) Boot to the head? (laughs) (laughs) Totally made me think of it. I made a a note in my notes, put a link for the the Frenatic's last will and testament. A boot to the head. (laughs) (laughs) Which, uh, if you guys haven't seen it, it's quite funny and... There are many boots to the head in that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel is that like a running gig? Because I feel like, like I don't think I've seen that clip before, but I feel like there's a whole thing, or like there was a song or something too about like boot to the head or something. I feel like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. They have more than one on it or something, but yeah, I feel like it's like a it's running gag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. I don't know. Now I'm curious. Now I'm like, I have to look up how many like boot to the head references there are but somebody else made that recently TV tropes right sure I've got it <laughs> yeah head, right but yeah this is one of the best because we finish off the last chapter right with with Harry getting frustrated with Valmont because here she's all like okay I'll tell you everything just oh let me freshen up and I hurt my ankle and she's stole his car and everything and took off, and he's going out there swinging hammers with Farther Fort Hill, and all of a sudden about his tattoo, and then all of a sudden he's like, let's go and, like, just knows, right, that Michael and Sonia are pulling up, and he's like, get what you need for a fight, we're going, and we're all like, what? And I just love how, yeah, this moment, and it, and it took me a minute, like, because I don't think I had made this initial... like Connection? Connection, yeah, so he knew there was going to be something, right, but it was, like, I think part of it probably because the length of time, right, and it's one of those things I find harder, harder. Now, the more that I get into these books, the harder it is to, like, not put it down and read it all in one session or whatever, right, and these, I think, I'm, like, probably, because the last time we had mentioned of that was so long ago, and so much has happened, that I legitimately think the whole tattoo thing was kind of way back of mind, you know, out of sight, out of mind kind of a thing, right, that when it suddenly, like, it took a second to be, like, that's what we suddenly clued into, right, Because, yeah, that body was so whatever, like, like, he did a good job of making you focus on everything else that was wrong with this, this, this abused corpse that they found at the beginning of the book or whatever, right? Well,
1: on top of that, the only time that we then talk about the tattoo is when Bob is fucking upset about it, right? Like, well, I guess he's more upset about, uh... The the denarians, but 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 still, like...
0: Yeah. He's got an... Oh, okay. Alright, so I, I... there's parts of this that I was confused about, so...
2: Yeah, probably because <laughs> we haven't mentioned it since chapter three. <laughs> well, no, I mean, even at yeah. the,
0: uh, the first reading, like, this didn't... Ma- part of this just didn't make much sense to me, like, about the tattoo. And is is the unknown... So, does this mean the unknown corpse in the beginning is Father Vincent? Because I wasn't sure if, if he had just taken a coin... And it was Father Vincent as Gotcha As a coin bearer Gotcha No, he's impersonating
1: Right, so basically what happened is that We've got two bodies at the beginning of the book We've got the unknown and we've got Jacques Right, yeah. and there's some or kind Gaston
2: of... LaRouche, him too. Fuck,
1: <laughs> I don't know why I think his name is Jacques. <laughs> I don't know this is like the only French name I you know. There's <laughs>
2: Jacques, Jacques Cousteau. There's, there's nobody in the world that's not French named Jacques, but Gaston,
1: uh, right? Okay, Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> you got Gaston's body, which we see in the photographs, and then you got this body that we have in real life, and yeah. it's somewhat Butters. indicated that yeah. they might be the same body because they've got the same trauma done to them. Right. What we find out later Is that the body That Harry views in person Has this random tattoo on it He sees the random tattoo On Father Forthill He realizes that The first body must be From Father Forthill's Group He's seen Father Forthill in real life And is like That guy doesn't have the tattoo
0: So So, See and I think I just For whatever reason Thought that it was A different member Of their group Not Father Forthill Oh okay yeah And so when I like
1: what? Well, so in the previous chapter, Fort Hill says the only two that are still alive. And I didn't is even put himself. it
0: together when he even turns into Cassius. Like I'm yeah. like, is there two guys in there? I'm confused. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The the thing that kind of defines it is father, Vincent, is like, or er, sorry, Fort Hill it's like me and Vincent are the only ones left alive. And right. Harry's like, nope, just you, actually. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only one left okay. alive.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was slow on that update.
1: So it's possible that the Denarians could have taken one of the other bodies a long time ago and have been puppeting the body for a while, too. It didn't have to have been necessarily a yesterday's thing. Yeah. But. Based but off of everything else that we've actually Yeah,
2: in the information exchange we discover, kind of. But yeah.
1: but that being said, for me, it totally blindsided me the first time I read the book, too, because essentially this whole time you're like, okay, well, at least the church is safe ground. Like, no one's going to mess. The Narians can't walk into the consecrated ground. And we've had it set up from the books before that Harry just keeps sending people to the St. Mary's as a safe house. So I'm like, at least the priests are safe. Yeah. Turns out.
2: <laughs> Not if you leave the church. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah so i think one of the things is i don't think i ever thought it was gaston simply because his body was still found overseas or whatever and they were able to identify him like he was sores. the other body was missing like the hands and the head and stuff like that right so i'm like i don't think i ever thought they were protected but yeah you could tell it was the same type of trauma in am like you know the same people killed him (sighs) But for that, but yeah, I didn't, I mean, yeah, he does make some mention, because it's hard to see with all the, the blood and the bruising and whatever, but Harry manages to vaguely make out this tattoo right at the start, and then, yeah. So,
1: you know, if you're out there and you plan on torturing someone and then taking their identity, make sure you take notes of any physical um descriptors about them before you start the trauma, because yeah. that might then cover you're, up the don't trauma. Don't forget
0: to flay. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. right, so. Exactly,
2: right. And it's funny, because in this, when they say, so like he say, he first, like, Bashes him in and I love this whole thing like oh, oh wait, don't hurt me. Oh god. No, and he's like I don't have time drop the act and you're all like what but so then they yeah, so he tries to get around him and Michael like intervenes and he tries to get around Michael and Sonia just Bashes him in the head and drops him in the doorway and then this to me was always the thing when he first comes to He's like what did I miss and I always thought he was talking about, like, while he was out in these last few minutes. And it's not until and then Harry answers, like, the tattoo. I'm like, oh, oh you're yes. like, what did I miss that tipped you off? Like, yeah. that one always, like, yeah. even on every... I'm like, now that I know the difference still, I'm like, that's still what I hear. It's like, what did I miss? It was like, nothing. We just dragged you into the room and propped you up. But, yeah. No. You was- tortured a guy so badly that you missed that he had a tattoo when you were then
1: trying yeah. to recreate his body. Next and time, this-
2: recreate the body... First. First, right. And no, no, and he's like, there's no tattoo. There was so, and I'm like, dude, like, you're terrible at your job. Like, this is, is this well, the first time they've made you do this? Like- Harry even <laughs> says, he's
1: like, you know, bad guys are usually dumb. So, so you're fighting
2: uphill to begin with. Right? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, always got to take that jab. But, but yeah, so this is the thing that I find interesting now that we've got to this point. So again, when you know, you go back and it's like, In chapter, So you get this whole thing from Fort Hill where he's like, there was this whatever, five or six of us that all took our orders together and banded together and made this little group or whatever, right? When Vincent first talks to Harry, so I mean, okay, Harry didn't know, but he pulls out like a a notebook and he's like, oh, father. I'm like, see right there, that's a big tell too because you're like... You did know. Should have known your best friend was
1: from forty years ago. Who?
2: Yeah, fought vampires. This was not just some random contact in the city you're going to. It's like no, you guys actually knew each other. Yep. And I think there was Fort like, Hill
1: was not the Vatican's recommendation, it was Fort H- or Vincent's recommendation.
2: Yeah, you know, and then again, yeah, that's the whole thing of how he like you say that whole safe ground is they they yeah, they're like, Well, we couldn't get it. We heard the church mice stole it. Perfect. They took it out of all the sacred consecrated ground for us, made a grab for it, missed it because Gaston wasn't the one that had it physically on him. So then they're all like, yeah, they're like, Well, oh, we'll just let, you know, and he, like even that, he's like, we'll just let the authorities, you know, do it. And Harry's like, you hurt my feelings, like <laughs> the grudge work that's like, you know. But again, same thing. They're like, as soon as you found out that they were sending who they were sending, then you guys nab that guy. And so, yeah, it's really not safe to, you know, if you're going to deal with things like this, just stay on, like, consecrated ground, like, at all times. <laughs> can you... Can- <laughs> you plus like a segue and just be like this segue is like consecrated and then you can just
1: you're, like never step off your... here well there is that one tumblr meme that goes around like why can't a priest just bless a lake and then everyone just jumps in the lake in one go and you're done right yeah and the point of that is that well you shouldn't bless anything that can automatically be tainted so fish living in that lake just makes it disrespectful to bless it in the first place, right? Gotcha. So, probably for the same reason. You can't bless a Segway that isn't going to be treated with the utmost uh, most respect. But Crown of Thorns, Shroud of Turin, fine.
2: Jesus has got a scooter on board? Mm, we'll see. Okay, but no, but if it's your own personal... Segue intent for that purpose like hey i have to go out and battle like exorcisms and demons so this is you know i mean like yeah you're not gonna yeah but just...
1: once it's on the sidewalk what, as long as you just stay on perfect balance you're always going to be good <laughs> okay. if you take one step off that scooter you're done for
2: <laughs> i mean you'd have to have i don't know a really good bicycle lock i don't know
1: listen the vatican's a large enough space to walk around okay listen like, it was just
2: yeah okay but when you I was just gonna say it just threw it out there it was just popped into my mind right I'm, I'm like okay I'm I guess the Mobile is the only one that gets it <laughs> you just you cannot there's there's not one he doesn't for, like it when you call like, it that it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make it special anymore if everyone has one okay yeah. so I just there's yeah one Batmobile and you guys don't get your scooters but Anyways, but yes, I do remember it being a very good reveal moment at the time and being like, ooh, what? Yeah, it was real good. Yeah. Real good twist. Real good twist. And it gets better because as they have this conversation and they get the information and they're like, okay, so this is what we theorized up until this part. And he's willing to be like, okay, you found me out. You're right. And then Harry's like, all right, give me the next level of the plan, give me the next, what's, what's, what's happening now, and he pulls another fucking flip on them, and takes out the coin, and is all like, oh no, save me, twists so, I mean, I like how Harry points out to you, like, Michael's like, okay, we can't, like, we can't do anything now, and Harry's like, are you kidding me? Like, this is why I brought you guys along.
1: You know this guy is evil. Yeah. You know he's got an evil master plan, and
2: he's working with even more evil people. And like Harry straight out says, he's like, you know this guy's full of shit. And you know that he's lying through his teeth. And the snake boy is sitting there nodding, going, yep, yeah, I lied through my teeth. And Michael goes, yes, I know he's lying through his teeth. However, he's drawn that, yeah.
1: The job I signed up for, It, it the knights aren't really presented to be like priests up until this point, right? They're meant to save people from what the Fallen is doing and what the supernatural problems that are out there, and they're supposed to be creating this barrier to protect humanity and to keep things on the
2: level. They know on how the to level. fight, and they have big, sharp swords. They're obviously there to kill the bad guys. But then, yeah, you have this whole moment where Michael
1: and Sonya are like, actually, no, we're here to convert and save humanity from themselves, and if somebody so much as asks, we've got to yeah. do that, right? And that's why it's like... Very frustrating for Harry when it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like (laughs) yeah, like you said, I brought in muscle, not priests. I didn't bring fucking Forthill with me. And in this case, Forthill would have had probably more freedom to do what he wanted to. Yes. Because, I don't know, it's a different... Michael's vow and Forthill's vow has to be fairly similar, right? They're both here to work on behalf of God to save humanity and protect them. But Forthill's not going to necessarily lose all of his priestly holy powers... To the same level that
2: Michael will. It's almost like, um... Well, because Fort Hill doesn't have sort of supernatural guidance. Fort Hill is just a man doing... Fort Hill's the same as any other priest kind of a thing. Well, he might have some good contacts and he might have some, you know, extra with Michael, but that's the thing. Whereas Michael does have... Michael has his, his spidey sense. But
1: uh, what I mean by stuff. that is that it's a, the difference between Harry constantly breaking his deals and going back on his word, and kind of playing a little bit fast and loose with his power. Whereas Leah's not gonna, even for a second, break her word. Because, like, the chunk that it would take out of her is not worth it. Right. And Harry's like, who gives a fuck? I'll say and do whatever I want. Whatever the consequences are, it's not gonna be so bad. Humanity,
2: mortals, free will, He can, that He's stuff. like,
1: I'll catch back up to my power again in another couple of months with enough little good deeds. Whereas Michael and Fort Hill, Fort Hill's like, listen, if I fuck up and I'm a bad Christian for a day or two, make a wrong choice or whatever like that whatever power that could possibly diminish in me, I can easily build back up again and get back and, uh, you know, confess yeah. my sins, do whatever. The power bite it would take out of Michael is, well, you don't have a sword to walk around with anymore, and you're not a knight of the cross. That's it. Yeah. Right? So it's very much like, yes, Harry, I am a knight of the cross, and I am supposed to be fighting these guys, but the second they don't want to fight... I, I can't fight. I'm not allowed yeah. to step up to the plate.
2: And I think, once again, comes back to that whole with great power comes great responsibility, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And as Michael says here, he's like, every power has a limit, and this is mine. So he's like, yeah, I could do, you know, great, incredible, cosmic power in itty-bitty living space, you know? So he's like, yeah, he's like, it's a very finite line where exactly Fort Hill cannot cause supernatural things to happen, so he can't take supernatural punishment for it kind of a thing, whereas exactly Michael's like, I've been given far on the scale out to here, so it's going to tip way, you know, it doesn't take Mm. much to tip the scale back the other way, and yeah, exactly, and Harry's, and and we're right there, I mean, at least I was, you know, I was was like, this is bullshit, no, you know he's the bad guy, and he's not, like, this is the the beauty and the trauma of the whole thing is that he's not even pretending, he's... Blatantly being sarcastic and and full of shit.
1: Well, this is the part two, right? Is like he so he gives his coin to Michael and Sonya. Yeah, they get control of the coin. He's given up the Denarian, yeah. right? He's like, oh. and he's still like, oh no 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 no. The second the n- Nicola, Nikki will yeah. have another coin waiting for me. The second I get back to him, I will just take another And the second one. we leave this room, I'm gonna go sign up with him, right? I've got enough magic to get me from here to wherever the fuck he's gonna show up. No problem. Or, I need to go a day or two without a monster? Fine. Yeah. But, yeah, right? But so exactly, it's But like, exactly.
2: He as, makes no pretense. As far as
1: Michael and Sonya are concerned, though, they've saved the day by collecting a coin. Yeah. It's even better if they can save this soul, but as far as they're consor- concerned, they're like, actually, we collected a coin, so well now done. We re-
2: right. Now he's back to being just a mortal. He's no longer possessed <laughs> by this supernatural fallen angel. Now this this human yeah. mortal soul has a chance to be redeemed, Right maybe being without it for a day will be enough for him to start thinking and being right. no like, matter
1: what we have to give him that what chance
2: have I do- yeah exactly you know and yeah and harry's just like are you fucking kidding me? And total again, bullshit. Yeah, and 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 again, the privilege of being the reader, the watcher of the movie. Right? We always, you know, again, you always see the hero, the good guy. They always have to give that chance. They ho- and we're always the ones in the background going, no, because you know, as soon as you turn around, he's going to literally stab you in the back. You know, we're like, we no, do just- this. We're no better than. Shut up, right? Just kill him. Yeah, yeah. Seven movies later, like, no, if you don't kill Voldemort in the first book, you know, he's just going to keep coming back. If you don't, right? Like, so yeah so um and and even just like harry then gets you know when he gets in michael's face and stuff like that too and he's like oh you guys are like useless and michael's like hey like you don't mean that don't then harry's like fuck you i do too you know and even that like you can tell that harry's like legitimately because he doesn't know how he talks like he knows like same thing michael's like i know you don't really mean that well harry knows it too but Again, he's just very mad and very frustrated in this point. And I think that is, like, you know, real emotion and everything that we're seeing from Harry. That he is legit just like, what the fuck are you doing, buddy? (laughs) Like, like we have an opportunity here. And Michael just, yeah, as Michael is wont to do, it's not going to cross that line no matter. So, you get then the very, very smug... um,
1: Well, this is the third bombshell of the chapter, when Harry's trying to convince Michael that, like, you fucking know he's not gonna change, you know he's gonna come back, you know that there's no hope for him, and Michael's like, you don't know that. Sometimes people do come back. And Harry's like, fucking who? Yeah, tell me, when has anyone ever... Walked back, and this is when you get Sonya. What?! Sonya used to be a Denarian. What?! (laughs) And, like, for whatever agnostic reason Sonya has, he took up some power, And it was dark, and it was twisted, and he was given the chance to walk away from it. And not only did he do that, but he went full 100% other side.
2: Full 180, yeah. So we don't know
1: exactly what Sonya... He he didn't seem to work with Nicodemus, seemed to be doing whatever, something else, right?
2: Yeah. Doesn't know know Nicodemus personally. They haven't even told us what what Denarian he had or whatever. Yeah, we don't know who, what, when, where, why. But...
1: was given the chance to walk away and took it and that's just further proof for the knights to be like everyone gets that same chance
2: and shiro happens to be the one that shiro's the one that confronted him and and showed him the lies Mm -hmm. that the the angel was telling him and yeah not only did he like you say walk away but then was like you know what screw these guys i'm gonna (laughs) and further to
1: that we know that Michael up in the sky is the one who. Archangel Michael? Saw Sonya and was like, yo, here, take this sword up. So, whatever kind of converting and convincing that Shiro did was so f- above and beyond in a way that mm-hmm. Michael was like, this agnostic guy who doesn't even believe in heaven yeah. is fully good to go. Let's go meet him, give him a sword, enlist him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, right? t- crazy like, 180.
2: Crazy. And, well, I guess we get the other little flip, too, about Marcone. That was the other thing. That was one of the other things that tipped him off, is that he, which, again, was something that we all, because I know when we were at the gala, and he's like, oh, so I was like, why are you shooting at me? And he's like, and Marcone blinked. And you're like, that's all it is, right? This is just how stoic Marcone and how much they know him. that I'm like, he blinked. And all of a sudden, Harry's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And now we find out, because I was like, again, that is not a piece that I put together that I was like, holy shit, they were there for the vincent imposter which again kudos to Marcone for flipping that one together yeah how he knew like and again i'm like sure you had a different hand in it from a different angle right like harry had no idea that you were involved from the start and stuff like that but yeah impressive that essentially Marcone
1: was like i had something stolen from the vatican and then a priest from the vatican just shows up kill that guy (laughs) yeah i
2: don't know maybe right something along those lines um but yeah so it adds yeah just another little flavor there that Marcone was in on it and that's why Marcone wasn't actually after harry or anything like that it just coincidentally happened that vincent went straight to you so but yeah the the sonya thing was like a huge major and then basically yeah basically then they're just like we can't this is it we're done and they start to leave they're like and harry's still like are you kidding me and snake boy fucking sits there laughing and going oh haha see you good luck i'm i'm so sorry i'll you know and always has to take that one last jab and i love this scene but i love this moment where he's like lucky for you michael and sonia are good men right and he's like oh i know they're gonna save my soul like oh yay and then harry's like you just that moment right and harry's like unfortunately for you i'm not I was like, <laughs> and he just brutalizes him brutal, and and then I have to admit. So I mean, when I got that lie, I was like, yes, yes, yes. And then I have to admit, I was like, wow, I was not necessarily expecting this. This is just pure blunt rage, and it's not Harry
1: casting a fire spell and walking out of this room while it burns. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a baseball cap, and he wants to use it. That, yeah.
2: Yeah, he, and and that is, and, then, and again, I think this is that real life brutality. I'm like, fire spells and da-da-da-da-da, it's fake, it's fantastical, it's, right? Whereas this, again, is some of that real brutality in this book that I think was like, oh, I don't act, oh, I
1: don't. And especially knowing that he doesn't have the supernatural element to him right now. He literally is just a mortal man, an he's evil just, man, but yeah, he's not. doesn't have super heal, healing right now. If he survives this, he's got to crawl his way back to Nicodemus with every broken kneecap and right, Hand,
2: yeah, like like, and that's the thing. He takes out his knees, his ankle like shatters. He like doesn't even mm-hmm. just break. He like shatters his hands and things like that. And so, while part of me is going absolutely one hundred percent yes, there is also the like, oh, this is like really real and like icky. But he starts talking about Shiro through this whole other thing, too. And he's like, oh, it only took an hour before he started screaming and Nicodemus laid into him. It didn't take fucking Snake Boy 30 seconds. Mm Mm-hmm. Harry nails him with that bat and instantly he's crying, screaming, pleading for his life. Yep, right away. I'm like, you fucking prick-ass little, like, oh, it took us an hour of torturing him, and then he broke, he only lasted an hour. I was like, dude, you can't even last that long, and this probably isn't nearly half of what you yeah. could have, should have did a one to, you know what I mean?
1: Fully, right? I mean, we've seen what happened to those other two
2: bodies, right? <laughs> yeah, well, even what he says, he, I mean, he already says here, you know, we started with the chains, and then Deidre played, and oh, I got to pull out, you know what I mean? You're like you just even get that much from him, you know, and it's like, oh, you can't take a bat to the knee. Aww, what a pin. shame. Yeah, so it's it's it, yeah. This this whole scene is very mixed up for me in that I'm. Like it like... is. It is quite dark, 100% but also cheering like... cheering and very yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. It's got you it's got what you deserve. The least of what you deserve. Mm-hmm. And again, Shiro's just the one person we know about that we met again. This is not the hundreds of people you have done this to over the years. And even Shiro, you could say like. There's a purpose, right? He was your nemesis. You want, I mean, like, how many other people did you just do this to just because you could? And you there's would, only you three nights, right?
1: To. You're clearly not just batting around three nights over and over and
2: over again, right? Well, yeah, the nights, but then you know, again, as Ford Hill and stuff said, just every other man, woman, child you've ever, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, some of them are sure they crossed you or they got in your way or they had something you wanted, but again, you know, there's just random people that for no reason at all, other than they were there, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah so. Yeah, so goes through the whole thing. So does get his information, because... Thank you for
1: the grandmaster plan. Good to know. Thanks so much. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. I'll tell you, I'll
2: tell you. Just make it stop. And I, I love, too, just that little bit of, of... He starts, like, puking after Harry's, like, beating the crap out of him, and Harry's, like, still doesn't get off his arms, so he basically just makes himself, like, puke all over himself on top of it. <laughs> it's like... But, yeah, yeah. Flips him, oh, there's... Oh, I, and I love, again, how... He actually takes this moment. Because you're always like, don't you? And you like Harry specifically is like, I smashed the hotel phone, I found his cell phone and smashed that. Like he is not readily getting a hold of Nick and warning anybody about anything. Right? And we're gonna close him in his room and whenever the maid finds him, is you know, like, but yeah, here you can crawl across the parking lot and the broken glass to the payphone. Right. So walks out, lo and behold. Michael and Sonia are still there waiting for him. So Michael does his Harry, that really wasn't right. And Harry's like, I know, but, you know, gee, think God I'll forgive me. You know, because, again, he's still pissed. He's still upset. And basically, Michael, does, you know, like, kind of holds that frown for a moment and then basically softens and is like, yeah. And basically, him and, him and Sonia are like, yeah, okay, good job. We couldn't do it. But, and you're just like, well, wait, what? <laughs> well, and there's
1: even this moment, too, where you think that Michael's going to give a bigger speech about, like, you've condemned your own soul. Yeah. And you're going to, like, end like, up in hell for this, blah, blah, blah. And God is like, if God is in the business of forgiving Cassius, which i just made my whole defense, I yeah. have to assume God is in the business of con- forgiving you, too.
2: Yeah. And exactly. And they're like this. And again, like, we see a little bit of this from Michael here and there, but this is definitely sort of a bigger scope where exactly Michael knows his limits he's like I cannot make that judgment call it is not my place to judge but Harry is not um, constrained by the same limitations, you the know? The
1: White Council just says you can't kill with magic if you've got a baseball bat and some anger issues. That's to do what want to do. That's to do, mortal law. That's mortal right? man shit, yep. And
2: that's exactly right, where Murphy is like, Harry has the freedom to do things as a PI that Murphy doesn't have the freedom to do as a city cop, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, same set of skills, you're doing the same thing, but... We're, you know, whatever, government, civil, we can't cross this line, but there's nothing to say that you as a person can't cross mm-hmm. this line, and da 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 So, yeah, so I just, again, it was one of those moments where you're like, and Michael has another brilliant line where he's like, just because they've bloodied their hands doesn't give me the right to bloody mine. And he's like, my actions are weighed against my soul, mm-hmm. not theirs so again right two rights don't make a wrong or two wrongs don't make a right or a left or whatever you want to go with it right but you know exactly michael's like but harry's not in that position he's like i can't make that call it's going to cost me something if i do this but hey man if that's you i can't stop you from doing it and and again it's that allowance sort of of sonia and michael to You know, if Harry had walked away, that would have been it too. But you can also see there's a little bit of them that were like, no, good, this is why I'm teamed up with Harry as well. You know, even though Charity's like, why do you hang out with this guy? And he always gets you, you know, because Michael's like, yeah, he's going to bend the rules, but he's going to get the job done too. This guy deserved to have the shit beat out of him. Like, he's not... A big I, I,
1: I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before that, but we went on this whole, like, well, the knights or the, the queens need their knights to, like, fucking get around the rules, and God needs yeah. his knights. Now the knights are hiring their own knights to get around the rules. It's like. <laughs> <So>, like, this <laughs>
2: is why we have hey Harry's just, like, a rule breaker all the way around. Yeah. And, and, yeah,
1: exactly. So I, you're, you're in a very fun position where you can be hired by every single side of the equation to break the rules <laughs> for everyone else, right?
2: It's like... Right? Yeah. Exactly. You're just like, I'm just like every, you know, there's that person that you, like, hang out because they get along, like, with all your friends and all your, Harry's just the one that can, like, fuck with all the groups no matter <laughs> yeah. what, you know? You're like, well, you're just that little bit of chaos in any group that we can just,
1: so. When you're on my team, you're great. When you're not on my team, that fucking sucks. <laughs> exactly,
2: so i But it's worth it for all the times you're on my team, But so, all, yeah, it's like, we're willing to gang up and just keep throwing you at, it's, it's, uh. Kind of, I guess, like that grenade you never know when it's gonna go off. You're just playing, like, hot potato with it, and everybody's like, Grant, I love lobbing it at you! <laughs> <laughs> it sucks when it time. comes back, yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: want it to come back, but when I'm... But, yeah. Like, you gotta give a lot of respect to the people that are, like, full stop, I don't want Harry on my <laughs> team, no matter what. Morgan! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotta respect that shit, right? Yeah. And Morgan's like, I'm only doing it because the council's yeah. making me. Even uh Marcone, though, like, at this point, Marcone's basically like, go fuck yourself, Dresden. But he wanted to recruit Harry at the beginning. He tried in book one. He was like, yeah. right off the table. Are we on the same team or not? And Harry's like, we're not. And Marcone's like, okay, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Understood, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then it just keeps going from there, and just keeps going, oh my god, I have yeah. no And then every idea. time they <laughs> get the team up anyways, they're like,
1: I'm glad you didn't want to be on my team, dress, and that would have sucked.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, but... But they do kind of have, again, that very of staying on the fringe of each yeah. other, because they know, like, when we get right into this... Chicago's
1: a big town, and yet they end up in each other's
2: backyards a lot. <laughs> well, you know, Marcom decided to start meddling all the supernatural shit. Yeah. It was like, oh, he just suddenly realized there's a whole other market he was missing out on, and honest to God, if he'd just stayed with drugs and prostitution, they probably would not have mixed as much. <laughs> it's literally the fact that he starts getting into more you know, oh, let me mess with some werewolves, let me buy a <laughs> shroud, let me, gee, Harry, why do you keep popping up, but, anyway, so, yeah, so, they have their whole thing, their whole juggle, they, they head to the, again, yeah, then, then, Harry's, like, I still gotta go to this duel, and Michael's, like, seriously, he's, like, yeah, well, so, you know, already had, and, and I just, again, that parting line of, you know, and they're, like, oh, by the way, was that, like, a court, well, he makes the comment to, uh, yeah, because he's like, we have to go to the airport later and stop him. And, and Sonia's all like, oh, if you're not dead. And he's like, yes, thank you, comrade obvious. If I don't die earlier, yes, I will be coming to meet you later. <laughs> you know, and then Sonia's like, by the way, was that like a quarter? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, Michael's like, you know, phone call costs more than that now, right? And he's like, yeah. And then, you know, you're like... It's one of those
1: things about ancient beings, you know, you don't really keep up to date on how much a phone costs these days. So. <laughs> oh, shucks.
2: I only gave him a More quarter, than a quarter? It's 35 cents now. Oops, my... V- and I mean, again, the whole... It's, it's literally just the principle of things, because I'm like, you can call 911 per free. Obviously. right? He doesn't. But yeah, it's just the fact that I was like, I gave you a quarter for the phone call, but it's not actually enough anymore. <laughs> you can't actually make that phone. But yeah, it's just... oh, Real good. Real good. Very, yeah. Very intense chapter. Very intense chapter. A lot. Um,
1: A lot of plot and a lot of lore. Information. A lot of action.
2: Yeah. 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 Character development, plot development, twists, turns. And it is kind of fun to
1: have had uh, Michael and Sonya essentially waylaid this whole book and then just show up to watch Harry beat the shit out of someone. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We've
1: come to be your cheerleader. Good job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, you know, he did get to like... You know, Michael got to roughhouse him a bit, and 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 Sonya got to like whack. not even a two by four; it was like a two by six.
1: That's the and real. <laughs> that's the real discipline of the knights is to get enough fucking hits on someone before they give up the coin. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, that's it. Let it's let me, like I want you to give up the coin, but I also want to feel.
0: Duggins.
1: I want to feel satisfied by this as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, and of course Harry, that isn't because he's like, oh, and he needed it one handed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> he's got that broken hand still so he's like not only is he just swinging two by fours or two by sixes around no. but yeah he's doing it one uh, this yeah. is
1: why if you're shady you're supposed to meet up in a mcdonald's or the parking lot of a cop shop not in empty motel rooms that are already shady to begin with
2: <laughs> right it's like that whole like home invasion thing like don't take a weapon cause the bad guy's more likely to like use, use it, again. it against you so yeah. it's like yeah if you're the shady bad guy don't have it in a shady, bad place because you're gonna, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're gonna get the shit beat out of you and no recourse.
0: This concludes our episode 10.25, A Boot to the Head. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and macanalys.ca. There we have a, links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and a see more content. We are free flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk.